Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our lexi for today is pizza. Pizza or pizza. Haha, <laughs> same word in both languages, Greek and English, but not created the same way in all parts of the world. Take Italy, for example. Pizza is thin, and so are the toppings. Greek pizza is proofed and cooked in a metal pan rather than a deep pan. It also uses olive oil, and Kefi Life is the best. Chicago pizza is world famous, especially with the deep dish, its thick crust and heavy cheese. Yummy. Grab me a beer. Any way you eat it, pizza or pizza is a crowd pleaser. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Pizza is a family favorite, a weekend delight if prepared properly, and it contains nutritional value, which this does, if you can see on the table, but not only on the plate, in the experience of sharing and connecting with friends and people that dine with you. Example, wooden paddle. Oh, I can't wait to find out about it today on this video episode of Kefi Life. We've got the owners and the chef, by the way, the chef is famous, Brianna <laughs> Jonathan. They're the owners of Wooden Paddle, and we've got Chef Patrick. Welcome. Thanks for having us today. It is so tremendous to have you here. What a glorious presentation. Uh, we talk about balance in life in the Kefi Life podcast, and a lot of that has to do with social connections and food. So today we're going to talk about food. First of all, Brianna and Jonathan, tell us about how you found out a way to merge into wood fire pizza. Did I say that right? Yeah. So what brought you to this business? I, I know that you said you've been in the restaurant business, Jonathan, since you were 20. Yeah, uh, that's uh, when I first bought a restaurant. It was when I was 20 years old. And uh, it's a Chicago-style pizzeria in the suburbs of Chicago. And uh, my wife and I, we got married two years into that when we were 22. And uh, Brianna came into the business and was like, what are you doing here? Like, you're really not, we're not making any money. We're not, it's kind of a bad business. So at a certain point, we decided, you know, what would we like to eat as consumers? And we kind of looked out outside of the box and we found a different style of pizza. And so now we do wood-fired pizza. Outstanding. Well, I was about to ask Patrick, Chef Patrick, what he brings to the table besides everything. <laughs> wow. And you're also Italian. Yes. And these guys here were telling me that pizza here in Chicago is so different from the rest of the world. Let's start there. 
Sure. And uh, Wood Fire Pizza, tell us what Wood Fire Pizza is. So Wood Fire Pizza, essentially, we have this uh, oven that we just use uh, straight wood. And um, so we get it to about anywhere from 650 to 750 degrees. And that's what we cook our pizzas in. So there's no gas or anything like that. It's just straight wood. So it takes about 45 minutes to get the oven up to temperature. Um, and what that does is that it, it creates an environment inside of there. When you're baking the pizza, we have a higher hydration in our dough. It allows it to really caramelize and crisp on the bottom and melt on the top in roughly anywhere from 90 to 90 seconds to, you know, 120 seconds. So a minute and a half to two minutes, and the pizza's done. Wow, that's fast. Tell us about this pizza. What's on it and what's it called? Sure, this is our <laughs> Buzzkill pizza. This is uh, one of my personal favorites, too. You got Calabrian chili peppers, pepperoni, fresh mozzarella, basil, uh, and then we finish it off with honey, which is where you get Buzzkill from. Brianna's great at like monitoring pizzas and stuff like that. So <laughs> honey buzz, Truly so that's on there. Yeah. So you get that sweet, spicy, savory. It's just, it's a wicked good pizza. And that's what makes food so delicious, I believe, is when you add those different flavors and you don't say to that like super traditional way, I like the word traditional, but that's non-conventional if you ask me, like adding honey to pizza. So Chef Patrick, what, do you work with Jonathan and Brianna on the menu? Like, what? how do you present your menu to the folks that come in? Because you're pretty popular here in Lamont, correct? Yeah, yeah. So basically, I feed them. Um, <laughs> no, we, we basically, you know, yeah. we, we, as a working partnership, we're really um, figuring things out. You know, uh, coming into a well-established uh, restaurant, you have to be careful on what I think is great with food and what would work. Their vision is is beautiful, and that's why I came on board. So again, it's like you know, Hera, I have an idea. What do you think? Or they'll have an idea. We'd like to do this, and then it's just about it. We call the process of figuring out how we're going to make that happen. What's it going to look like? How it's going to be executed? And does it taste great? Because if it doesn't taste great, scrap it, start over. I believe in experiments, and we're going to experiment pretty soon. Brianna and Jonathan, what is your vision for Wooden Paddle? Well, let's go to the vision. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think we have kind of evolved from when we started. We really, I mean, we were like a hole-in-the-wall strip mall pizzeria. That's when I, I married John, and I was like, what are we doing, that part of the story. Um, and even from there, we've evolved, and we are kind of becoming like a hospitality company. We really want to have more... Um, more than just food, it really is the experience. You can go to a restaurant with awesome food and the experience isn't there. You're kind of like, this is lackluster. There's something missing. Um, and I think we've gotten really good at kind of developing the whole experience. So people walk away really feeling something rather than just like feeling full. They're feeling something from that experience. And on your website, it says the wooden paddles described as where plates are passed, shared among friends and created to create discussion. Love. Who came well, up with thing. that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Not to do my own heart. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so creating discussion that really adds to a meal. Um, I like to call that the agape meal. In Greek, it means love because you are nourishing people in so many different ways. It's not only with your food, but in your mind, with your friendships and Patrick, I can imagine you're from Italy. You're, that's no, your lineage. No, I'm, I'm from Chicago. You're from Chicago. Have you traveled? I wish I was from Italy. No. Uh, no. Have you traveled to Italy? No, not yet. Um, you know, just haven't had the time. Been yeah. really head down for 30-something years in this business. And, uh, you know, we'll see, maybe. Yeah, well, we've seen you on TV. You've been busy. Like, tell me about your competition in March. Uh, oh, so we're going to Vegas to compete in the international pizza competition. Um, so uh, I've got to try and come up with something non-traditional. And uh, 
that makes it hard too. you know, just traditional pizza. And then it's like non-traditional means anything's possible and trying to, you know, not do something that someone else has done. Uh, and then while in delight judges who, you know, again, we all go back to what is passionate about our food, what our grandma's instilled in us and stuff like that. So trying to hit that vein of, Hey, I really get that. I understand what that balance is, is a trick. I bet it is. And there is a fine balance. And Jonathan, you were talking in the green room before we started the interview about Chicago sort of being a little isolated hub and our pizza is different than the rest of the world. And by the way, we rank and chart all over the world, which is really exciting. And I want to know, like, how is Chicago different with the pizza? Well, it's interesting growing up in Chicagoland, living here my whole life, all 34 years of it. You know, I remember being very biased when I first left Chicagoland to go to the International Pizza Expo and seeing all these wood-burning pizzas, Roman pizzas, all these things. I was like, what is this crap? Like, I come from the home of pizza, Chicago, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And it was nice kind of uh, finally getting past that barrier, letting down my guard and uh, trying different things from around the world and having my eyes opened. And that's when we came up with like Wooden Paddle in early 2013. We finally opened it in mid-2013, but bringing wood-burning, high-temperature pizza to Chicagoland. There weren't many places doing it at that point, and it's definitely blossomed in the years since. So let's talk about the process of this wood paddle. So do you, like, Chef Patrick, tell me how this happens. You, you, you take, you prepare the pizza, and then you put it on a paddle, and you stick it in the... the... Yeah, it's what we call a stretch. You stretch the pizza first. Um, put a little semolina down on the paddle. Uh, you stretch the dough out and then you top it. And then you just basically bang it on the table real quick and then slide it in the oven. And then you got to be careful because the ovens are hot. I mean, you put your arm in there, it's going to hurt. And the idea is that you want to look, if you see you got the sexy burnt bubble up top there, I love that. That's <laughs> the so first cute. thing I would go so for. <laughs> you know, I would fight for that pizza. So what you want to do is you want to make sure you're, you're turning the pizza and you keep it in the same spot because you don't want to um, take away the heat from the other part of the, the base of the oven. So you kind of just turn it in one spot, maybe four times, and you pull it out. But it takes, you know, an eye to look into that, you know, it's four feet away sometimes in the back and noticing, hey, that one's got to be turned. That one's ready to go. Sometimes you jump in one in the back that you put in first. Sometimes you jump in one up front. You know, the oven just kind of circulates that heat. So... Um, it's an art form in a basic, simple way, but it's, it's beautiful when it's done right. Well, I really believe that food is art. If it's done correctly and you make it with love, which by the way, do you have a recipe? Do you just create and just remember? How does that work for you? Uh, it uh, doesn't always work the right way because uh, I, don't, I really don't like recipes per se. I like them once they're done and finalized, but I think true creativity, if you want to go back in the art form, because I fought that theory for a long time that it's just food. It's done. Sculpture lasts for centuries. You know, this is done. You're done. And tomorrow might be different. Right. So but going back to that format, um, when you look at it, you you always want to be maintain that vision that you had. And so when the recipe is going, you're just trying to create and and balance. And then when you're done, you got to go backtrack and say, oh, what did I do here? What did I put in there? And that's where the trick comes in to to replicate that, because ultimately as good as I am, I need everyone else to be in order for us to be successful. So you have to, you have to, you can't just wing it all the time. You have to finalize that recipe. So it's not always easy. Makes sense. No, no, no. It's not easy. And it Especially looks- with ADD. Oh, honey, <laughs> let's say. What, what else are we looking at here in our final moments? Uh, tell us what we're looking at and then we can talk about locations. Sure. Um, so we have our Buzzkill pizza. This is our oak leaf salad, which is a local uh, hydroponic um, greenhouse that grows the salad for us uh, in Lockport. And then we have our mushroom Alfredo or- orquete pasta. 
And that has um, Windy City mushrooms on there. So we've got lion's mane, chestnut, uh, oyster, and uh, black pearl mushrooms in there. And then it's topped with Spirit Farms uh, beet microgreens. So we kind of keep it local if we can. And uh, we love those mushrooms. It's like chicken in there. It's real meaty. They're not normal mushrooms. Oh, I can't wait to try them. And I just found out today that mushrooms are actually more full of protein than meat. I cannot believe this. Is that true, beef? Anyways, um, (laughs) what I love about this is it looks great. It's going to taste great, I'm sure. And it's nutritious. And by the way, folks, Kefi Life is coming to you live. Well, it's recorded, but right now we're live at Spirit Farms in Lamont, Illinois. Tell us, Chef Patrick, Jonathan, and Brianna, and I should have done that the other direction for ladies first. Tell us about your location currently and where you're headed. So we are um, currently in Lamont, Illinois. Um, we're going to be expanding to LaGrange, Illinois. Um, yeah. Website? And website, woodenpaddle.com. Okay, fantastic. I ask all my special guests this question because I want to know what we've learned in life. Make it quick if you can. In my life, I've learned that... Oh boy. I actually was so excited to answer this question because I'm like such a little like self-development <laughs> glutton, honestly. Um, so, you know, I've got to pare it down from a TED talk. But um, I think like when I was kind of trying to rack my brain for what would be like the one thing um, for us, I think it really came down to like successful people and unsuccessful people both hate doing um kind of what it takes to become successful, but successful people do it anyway. Um, And I feel like that has a lot to do with like how we operate, everything we've done so far. Um, It's difficult to run a restaurant. It's difficult to be a chef. Nothing that we've we've done or accomplished. I don't think anybody would take our 20s, your 20s, (laughs) like nobody would take our 20s, Um, but they want what we have now. Um, They want to be the chef that Patrick is today. They want to own a restaurant. So I think that kind of sums up what I've, at least in business, what I've learned. So. It takes work. It really does. We're very business-oriented because mine is business too. But <laughs> when it comes to restaurants, a lot of places can make good food. And uh, saying fresh these days doesn't even mean much. Um, but in a good restaurant, you can taste it. You don't really need to advertise it. And people will just, we see from reviews, and you know that's what it's all about. And also just the experience. You, know, you can make good food at home, but you come to a restaurant for that service and experience, and we think we're, we're great at it. So that's what we kind of focus on, is just making sure people have an awesome time when they come out. Uh, for me, it's uh, practice commitment. You know, you have to, in your life, your relationships, and in your job, you have to practice that commitment because nothing works without you being committed to it. And it works across every scope of your life. And uh, that's what I've learned in 37 years in this business, is uh, stay committed, stay focused, and practice that every day. Well, we wish you only the best. Can't wait to dive into this food. You've been dynamic, and I just am so thankful for this time with you on the Kefi Life Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. Put the unexpected with the unexpected. When it comes to mixing up the program, so to speak, doing so will bring on a whole new energy. Take, for example, when Chef Patrick describes a recipe that calls for drizzling honey over cheese pizza. He made it this way, I tried it this way, and it was unexpected, but it was a delicious surprise. The unexpected with the unexpected. How about a lady going out for the night and she puts on unexpected bedazzled shoes with a pair of jeans, white crisp shirt, and a blazer? 
Wow, sharp, unexpected, dressy with casual, unexpected. It's all like a lot, all as well when you think outside the box and put the unexpected with the unexpected. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.